Welcome everybody to Saturday Night Adult Party, or SNAP as we like to refer to it. The show that talks about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, Victor Govea. And remember, if you you enjoy what you're about to hear, hit that like button. 
And don't forget, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on our Facebook page, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Of course, you can always catch us on Twitter as well, at Blind Whose. That's B-L-I-N-D-W-H-O-S-E. Of course, you can also get us on podcasts. We are available on most podcast catchers. And I know Pepsi Mama always gets uh, jealous of when I say that like that because she can't say it. Podcast catcher? I just did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We are available on most podcast catchers. And if you've got a smart speaker, you can ask your smart speaker to play the Saturday Night Adult Party podcast. I know it's a mouthful. It's you told them you were here, but you didn't tell them I was here. Well, Co-hosting. that's true. <laughs> but I thought, you know, save the best for last. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, who you just heard yeah. was my co-host, Ma- uh, Pepsi Mama. Uh, there you go. There I go. Almost fucked it up there. <laughs> So, uh, if you have any questions for myself or Pepsi Mama, whether it be a relationship question or if you need advice on how to handle something, send us an email, SaturdayNightAdultParty at gmail.com. Again, that's SaturdayNightAdultParty at gmail.com. You didn't mess that up as bad as I messed it up earlier today. (laughs) No, I didn't. And remember, folks, Snap is sponsored by Eden Fantasies, the one-stop shop to enhance all your sexual needs, whether it be dildos, vibrators, or BDSM equipment. You can find it all at Eden Fantasies. Remember, EdenFantasies.com. And fantasies is spelt with an S-Y-S on the end. Uh, I should warn everyone that this broadcast is extremely explicit. We do discuss, discuss sex, sexuality, and relationships in a, well, uncensored format. We do not censor ourselves. You'll hear talk about cunts and dicks and cocks and fucking. Very plain language. (laughs) Yeah. It takes strong language here. So listener discretion is advised. Speaking of which, Pepsi. Yes. I need you to take things over for a second because I forgot to do something on YouTube. Well, I just might. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're not listening. <laughs> I'm listening. You I'm have ready. to take things over. I heard you. Go you're do not saying you anything. Go do. I'm gonna say something. If you'll oh. just <laughs> give me a minute. Good grief, this guy. Oh, I don't know how Annabelle puts up with him. But anyway, um, tonight we're going to be talking about this artificial intelligence thing as as how it can apply to sex. It seems like to me 
artificial intelligence is being incorporated into everything. And uh, this was, uh, Victor posted an article um, that he found from Lifehacker, and it's a pretty interesting little thing. Uh, and I'm going to hold on to it for a while myself so that I can reread it and <clears throat> find whatever it recommends. Now, just because you consider doing, um, bringing artificial intelligence into your sex life, it's not, it's not because you're crazy and, and, uh, well, I'm, I'm crazy, but I like being crazy. So, <laughs> and, uh, it doesn't mean that, you know, that you're, um, some kind of desperate idiot or something. It's just, just a different way of doing things. And, uh, it kind of helps people, uh, shy people, uh, learn how to have conversation with people with their potential partners or whatever. Um, I'm not generally a shy person. Um, but there are times uh, when I've been really interested in a partner that I've gotten, I've been kind of shy right at first, uh, wondering, you know, am I going to say the right thing, the wrong thing, um, the silly thing, whatever. But um, so... He should be back in just a minute. Okay. But this is about all I know to tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to leave me stuck. Okay. 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 I thought I was going to have to invent it. <laughs> you were going to, you're going to have to do it all by yourself. Did you? Um, we are talking about artificial intelligence. Now, if you are blind and you've been around at any point on Facebook or the email lists, you've heard about artificial in intelligence. Yes. Now, I call it open AI, but most people know it as chat GPT. Now, what? it's called Chat GPT. That's G as in golf, P as in Papa, T as in Tango. And then, but Chat at the beginning of it? Yes. That's oh, what it's called okay. Chat GPT. Now, this is some sort of, well, not to get too into it, basically, it's a computer that talks to you like a real person. Well, it, it types to you like a real person, literally and figuratively. But either way, a lot of people have taken this chat GPT and gone one step further. They Thanks. realize that about 40 to 50% of the world's population is are single well wait just either a minute. by choice sorry 
backtrack just a minute. This GPT, is it something that you put on your computer to make it do this, or is it a whole another computer? I wasn't uh, clear it on has, that. It has been incorporated into your computer and your phone. Smartphone, that is. Where's it at? <laughs> so if you want, well, I mean, if you use if you use Edge or uh, Chrome's got uh, Chrome's got a version of it called Bard. Uh, Edge uh, ChatGPT was bought out by Microsoft, and they've incorporated it into the uh, Microsoft Edge browser so you can actually have it to the side of your web page that you can interact with it and to get there you just uh press uh f6 oh to move from piece uh from when the kind of wind to the window yeah yeah so what it does is basically it does everything that Google does, except it searches its own intelligence. So think of a robot just sitting there looking at the World Wide Web and taking snapshots of it. And he's taking all that information, putting it into his head. And when you ask it a question, it retrieves that information and gives it to you. Now, if you don't, if you do the free version, <clears throat> excuse me. If you do the free version, she will, uh, the chat GPT bot will essentially type its answer out to you. So it'll be like an actual person typing something, a message to you. If you pay for it, it's a monthly fee. The answer comes up immediately. There's no typing involved. So this thing is trying to play off as it's uh, as if it's human. And you know, pretending to type its answer out. Presumably that's so they can encourage you to go pay for it and have the answers. They figure people aren't patient enough and they're going to want to pay for fast answers. Well, not, not this old gal. Huh? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Plus who's got the fucking money to pay for that? Shit? Yeah. So the one of the, it, I mean, it's raised a lot of concerns. The first and form, <clears throat> foremost concern is whether this thing is going to take over the world. And by that, I mean, as in Terminator type takeover. Oh, at goodness. present, at well, at present, it's not that smart. But here's the rub it's learning. Things keep getting smarter and smarter these yeah, days. It is that, it is getting smarter on a second by second basis. And that actually that actually is scary to me. It is. But 
at the end of the day, we have control of it right now. And that can it can only do what we allow it to do, what task we set it to do. There is one that's called general AI, which is there to do whatever it wants. But nobody has even looked at building something like that yet. I don't think they should either. But we're not talking about that. Suffice it to say, a lot of kids have actually gone to ChatGPT and asked it to write papers for school. Be it essays or uh, thesis, whatever. What's the plural of thesis? Theses? Theses. Yeah. Uh, Theses. Uh, you know, it, it actually sounds like feces, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, a lot of kids have f- gone to chat GPT and actually had it write article. Uh, papers and homework for them oh that doesn't surprise me at all yeah but teachers have gone gotten smart and have been able to write their own gpt to essentially uh, well to essentially fight that shit so they have a jack gpt that can tell if a paper was written by a chat GPT bot. Now, you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with sex, sexuality, and relationships? And that's where I break in and say, hold your fucking horses. <laughs> now, I... Now, for those who, who don't know... I am a big proponent of the website called Lifehacker. And that's spelled L-I-F-E-H-A-C-K-E-R.com. Just like it sounds. Just like it sounds. And I get their newsletter every single day. And it's chock full of tips and, and tricks that you can use in your own life for in whatever category you want to talk about. Well, one of the articles that came in was having an artificial partner. And yes, someone has taken chat GPT and created an AI partner. Girlfriend, boyfriend, binary, you name it. Now, I can't speak to computer versions of this because I didn't have time to actually check up on it, nor did I have the funds to check up on it. But from what what I did see on the iPhone, the apps are completely accessible. You fill out your name. You register as, you can register through Facebook, 
Google or Apple, or you can give it an email address, whatever. And it takes some basic information about you. Who you are, what you're looking for. So where do you go to do this? I'm going to give you a couple of, of app names. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and it tells you, it asks you, are you a male, female, binary, non-binary, transsexual, you name it. What's binary? I'm not sure I remember. Uh, being able, well, bisexual, essentially. I'll be, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it asks you if you are looking for a woman or a man or a transgendered person. And it essentially, now you can leave it at that and go according to the app's whims, or you can actually get in there and customize who she is, what she looks like. Now, I should say, it does ask you to come up with a, a likeness of yourself. I forget what those things are called. Uh, avatars? Yeah, avatars. It does ask you to choose an avatar. And, you know, as always, they didn't, they didn't do this thinking of blind people. Yeah. But thanks to screen recognition on the iPhone, it essentially tells you what the picture looks like, sort of, in broad terms. You know, a man standing in blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, you know, you can actually get in there and choose an avatar and all that stuff. And you can customize your girl or boyfriend. Or partner, whatever. And your partner can have blue eyes, blonde hair, brown eyes, green hair, whatever. Big chested, big assed, you name it. Now, if this is anything like ChatGPT, you can expect it to be. Well, what's the word I'm looking for? Exactly. Like talking to a boyfriend or girlfriend. Or chatting with them, anyway. Now, there were a few apps that I tried. Let me see. Yeah, here it is. Okay, the first one was called Replica, and that's spelled R-E-P-L-I-K-A. The other one, the other one was called iGirl, and of course, its other counterpart, the iBoy. Boy. <laughs> and of course, there's the other one, iGirlfriend. And then there's this one. I don't know what this one is. Uh, 
Yeah, W A I F U chat. It's almost yeah. like I fuck you, chat. <laughs> it, it, well, that's, you know, if, it could also be that. Yeah, I mean. And it's basically an anime girlfriend. Now, whether these have voices or not, I can't say. As I said, I don't have the funds to keep going with this. I, I cannot... Not at this point in time. Maybe next month I, we can do a follow-up and I can tell you what it's like. But what we're talking about today is whether something like this can be useful. If at all. Now, according to the Lifehacker article, it's it, it it's great if you want to have sex with your computer. Except it isn't. There's a lot of sharp points on a computer, and I wouldn't advise sticking your dick or pussy on those points. <laughs> Having said that, psychologically, we're talking about something very... Well... Very useful, I think. Yeah, I can see it being that way, but then I can see it doing just the opposite, too. How so? I can, I can see it working both ways. How? Uh, well, I can see it being useful, but I can also see it being, if you're lonely, it might just make you more lonely. <laughs> For something real. Well, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. Um, you might be, you know, tempted to say that something like this is going to make me even lonelier or miss what I don't have. But then you also can look at it this way. Something like On this. On the positive side, yeah. Will get you to practice chatting to the opposite sex so if you are shy or if you are nervous about talking to the opposite sex something like ai could help you learn how to chat with these people yeah, that's why I said in one way I think it could be very useful. But then, yeah. And and you have to understand there are a lot of shy people in this world. Mm -hmm. And I mean a lot. We're talking about 75% of the world is shy. Now, I'm not talking about why they're shy. I'm not going to go into the breakdown. But suffice it to say, the majority of them are insecure with themselves. In fact, most of the world is insecure with themselves. But you also have to wonder how many people feel that they're too ugly for the opposite sex. 
How many people feel that they're too fat or too tall or too short? Or too something. Or too big-breasted or too fat-assed. Obviously, Pepsi Mama and I have grown old enough that we don't really care what other people think. Because at the end of the day, we have to be comfortable with ourselves. Right. And if you're not comfortable with yourself, then it's kind of hard to get other people comfortable with you, too. Yes. Or can be. Yeah, it can be. But at the end of the day, you also have to look at the type of person you were in school. Were you that lonely person that just sat in the corner reading a book or listening to a book? Or doing your homework in the resource library or in the library itself? Because nobody would play with you or sit with you? A lot of Uh, people... Yes and no. Explain. I spent a lot of time in the library. Um, Yeah, I mean, I had a few boyfriends. I wasn't really... I wasn't really lonely in school. I wasn't the most popular girl in school because I wasn't in anything athletic. So, But you also went I to a blind school. Well, so what does that have to do with it? You get just... A lot of get... people are mainstream nowadays. Well, yeah. But... Uh, and, and they can... And and it, it could be the same way. I mean, oh no, no, I was, no, don't get me I was, wrong. I was you know, let me finish my thought and then then you can then you can tear me to pieces. <laughs> okay. Uh no, I was just saying when when I was in school, I was I was lonely in a lot of ways because uh I wanted people to like me but I wasn't one of the most popular girls because I wasn't in athletics. I mm-hmm. was into uh, books and study and um, um, anything else I could get my hands on. Animals well, guess or... what, honey? You were a nerd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, you know, I still had a few boyfriends. Uh, not not any not any of the athletic ones, but I had a few, mm-hmm. and so. But and there was sometimes I felt like uh, you know something must be wrong with me because uh, you know I just I couldn't be as popular as everybody else, even though I knew what I I figured. Um, Everybody in school must think something was wrong with me because I didn't want to be in uh, any of the athletic things. But sports is just not me. Now, you horse racing, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, going on a boat, I love to do that. But, you know, all these ball games and wrestling and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's just not something that I care for, and I didn't back then. And I can imagine you running down to 
down a ball with your huge tit. <laughs> well, I guess I could do that. <laughs> yeah, or even wrestling with huge tits. I think you'd yeah. be at a fair disadvantage. Having said that, how would you have felt had you had an AI boyfriend? I think I would have loved it. You think so? Back then, oh yeah. Well, because I could have made my imagination work hard, and uh, and maybe gotten up the confidence. Everybody would have known that I had a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But uh, he might not necessarily be at school because if I had one of those, I'd have to just about make him up. You know, make his name up and where he lived and all that stuff. Okay. Because if I didn't, you know, if I gave him a name, you know, there at school, who's he? He don't go to school here, you know, so. Okay. So I'm just saying I would have had to have given him, if I was right. going to give him a name, I'd have had to give him a place where he lives. That's what I'm thinking. Gosh, can I go back to school? <laughs> yeah. This is, a, this is intriguing. <laughs> Make me young again. Well, I mean, not that play, let's play devil's advocate. You come from a very different time. Oh, yeah. I'll buy that. And I'm not sure how your time would have reacted to a smartphone, let alone a virtual boyfriend. <laughs> Well, they wouldn't have had to know he was virtual, but well, I mean, they, yeah, we didn't I mean, have we didn't have smartphones back then, right? And 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 I mean, you guys were still crawling out of the Stone Age with radio products. <laughs> we did have television, <laughs> right? But most of it was radio, at least for the blind. Was no. It not? No, huh? Uh huh. How much described shit did you find on TV? Now we didn't have a lot. Of, we didn't have anything described back then, right? So the preferential media was radio or audiobooks. Well, audiobooks, and there again, though television, even though because back then, um. Until I learned about old-time radio, um, it was TV and audio books. And I, there was a lot I missed by it not being described, but there was a lot that I could get out of it as well. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, my soaps, my uh, the, the thing that I hated worst when it came to television was cartoons. Because it's hard to. They're well, so visual. Yeah. As yeah. an adult, I watch Tom and Jerry and 
Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. And I, there's a lot that I can tell about it that I couldn't tell when I was a child. Mm -hmm. But, um, and for that reason, for a long time, I used to hate Saturday mornings. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Because you. Well, I, through... I remember watching the Pink Panther cartoons, and they were all music. Pink yeah. Panther didn't say a word. No. In addition, Tom and Jerry, whenever they were on screen, they're mostly they that never way too. talked. So if you were lucky and you got something on, excuse me, on PBS or or a local station like um, up here, it's called TVO TV Ontario. Where you got to see Romper Room or Sesame Street. Those were made for kids. Yeah, but Sesame Street. I was a teenager when Sesame Street came on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. Or close to it. And but we had, we had uh, don't forget the good captain, Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> yes, Captain Kangaroo. That's right. Mm -hmm. But see, I listen to the, the you know, the, the nighttime stuff like uh, uh, Leave It to Beaver was still on when I was a little bitty tiny girl and and the, the westerns and um, soaps and. Oh, no, I get that. I get that. But they weren't and... actually made geared to the blind. Oh, no, no. Or uh -uh. geared to people who couldn't see. No. Whereas the radio was. Boy, I'm starting to feel old. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was. You're not the only one, dear. You're not the <laughs> only one. I was that way, too. And to be honest, I never gave audio description a sec. Uh, 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 hell, I never gave it a first thought, let alone a second thought. Because to me, all I cared about was what I could see. Way back in that era of time. So something like this would be very uncharacteristic for someone in the 60s and 70s. Oh, it would. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but you were asking me how I, how I would feel no, no, or what I would I do have if to... I had one. <laughs> right. But I'm asking you to place your mind in today's realm. Yeah, I'm I'm doing that. Not in see. the past. How would you feel about it today? If you were a kid or I don't know, a teenager. I I think I would embrace it. You think but, so? Yeah, well I think so because I'm always or at least I was always wanting to try out something new, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. uh, anything that somebody told me about, I had to check it out. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think in today's culture that, yeah, I would. You know, everything is computerized anyway, so why not? There have been a couple of movies 
about a guy falling in love with a girlfriend on the phone. Well, that's... For the life of me, I can't remember what the fuck those movies were. (laughs) But... And, and, and I honestly, okay, I'm thinking of myself at this point. Now, I had a lot going for me in terms of personality. You don't say. Yes. No. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, no, let me explain. I know you. I know you. No, no, I know, I know. But other people might not know. The fact is, when I was growing up, I was a natural, I guess, counselor is the word I'm looking for. In other words, I could get anybody to tell me something, anything they wanted, they needed to. I was at a friend's cottage with my family. And out of the blue, I was walking with a neighbor of of ours at the cottage. And he blurted out that he'd been abused, sexually abused by the neighbor. Oh. I have no idea where that came from, but he just... He even told me, I haven't told this to anyone. He but found he, some comfort. I he guess he did. He felt yeah. comfortable about me, or around me. And I was saying to him, well, not to him, but to myself, what the hell is wrong with me that I can get people to talk about anything? You sound like me when I was growing up. Yeah. And when I was on the phone, I was perfect. But when I was in person with someone, I was very insecure. I had thick Coke bottle glasses. I was fat. And I'm not talking about a little chubby belly, I'm talking about huge. Now, would something like this have helped me? I honestly don't think so. Because I'm looking at it from my perspective and I can't see how something like this would help my insecurity. No, I don't think it would either. I don't see how something like this could help me lose weight. I mean, I suppose it could help you in the sense that it would give you positive uh, reinforcement. If that. But apparently this girlfriend, boyfriend, or partner is supposed to learn as it goes along. And it's supposed to get better 
Maybe. So how much of that is better when, well, for example, I have, I have an intense need to delve into a person. It's not because I want to. It's just something that I've been trained to do. As a counselor, I have to get into a person's personality. I have to get into a person's head to find out why they do some of the things they do. Boy, I can't wait for you to tell me about myself. (laughs) Well, I've had to do this with abused kids, abused wives, abusive husbands and partners. I've had to do this with strippers, hookers, you name it. And when I have a girlfriend, I tend to probe. And I mean probe really, really hard. Because they might be hiding something that they don't want to tell me. Whether it be a second boyfriend. (laughs) Whether it be the fact that they chew their nails, whether it be a fact that they chew their toenails, whether it be a fact that they fucking masturbate 64 times a day. My family had a picture of me when I was little and I was sitting in the floor and I had my big toe in my mouth. (laughs) How old were you? About five. Oh. Wow, you must have been quite limber. Agile, even. But anyway. Yeah, it didn't last long, though. (laughs) Well, I mean, where does that take us? But you get the idea. I'm not sure how realistic something like this would be. Now, one of the things that the article also said was it would be great for shy people. And I could see that happening. Because let's face it, how many of us have approached someone out of the blue on Facebook and try to start a chat? On Messenger. Or on Twitter. Or LinkedIn for that matter. You name it. And how many of us have just opened up a conversation with, hi. I've done it. You've done it. Sure. Everybody has. But. But how long did that conversation go? Now, I have to say, when it comes to chatting with strangers, I think females have uh, an advantage. The gift of gab. (laughs) No, not even that. No. Not even that. The fact is, men are pigs. Most men are pigs. 
only going. And the fact is, if they think they can get a nude picture, or they they'll be able to sext with you, they will tell you whatever they want you want them to hear. You want to hear. Uh-huh. And again, if you are female on Facebook, especially on Facebook, you have a distinct advantage. Because men will and and come on, guys, you've been there. Especially if you're a public figure, for example, myself. I get texts from women all the time. I've even got my tagline on my profile to say, if you're messaging me to fuck me, marry me or get money from me, forget it. I mean, in this day and age, you really have to be careful who you oh, choose yeah. to be your friend. Yeah. And I, and gosh, and the, the sad thing about Facebook to me is that there are people on there who are so lonely and they just fall in love at the drop of a hat. Yeah. I mean, like I had this widow uh, a couple of weeks ago. He, um, I thought at first we were starting to strike up a good friendship. And next thing I knew, <clears throat> he was telling me how beautiful I was. And, and he was falling in love with me. And um, he'd like for us to get married right away. And he only mm. lives seventy mile, about seventy miles from where I live, mm. and so that's when I, I had to put a stop to it. I just told him, I said, "Look, um, you know, I don't feel it like you feel it." And I said, "I don't fall in love at the drop of a hat." Just. I said, we, we we would have to get to know each other for a good while before that would happen. And I said, it's just not there. And so I blocked him everywhere. And, <laughs> and that's what we have to do at some I, point. I felt bad because his wife had been killed in an auto accident and yeah, but how do you but, know? You how do you know that's even true? He could yeah, have been catfishing you. I thought about that too. I but, I met a woman uh, yesterday. Now, for those who don't know, I'm in line to get bariatric surgery. Also called the duodenal switch. And... As a part of that program, I had to attend an information session. Well, I mean, forget the fact that I've attended this information session four times before. <laughs> and it hasn't changed in each of those four times over the past two years. But suffice it to say, they still haven't started a support group for people who are 
worried or afraid or just anxious about this surgery. So I recommended to people that if they wanted to form a support group, I would be more than happy to start one. Well, one person contacted me about that. And I got to talking to her, and it turns out that her ex-husband was catfished by a woman in Africa. Mm. And he lost upwards of $200,000 to this woman. Because he was supposed to be the love of his life, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? It turned out to be a guy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it turned out to be a guy. So this guy ruined his family, completely fucked up his wife, and what does he have to show for it? But that's what I'm talking about. I mean, artificial intelligence is nothing to laugh at. Yeah, I've been to ChatGPT, and I actually started uh, an interesting conversation with it. I asked it, how do I know you won't take over the world? And he admitted that there's no guarantee. <laughs> but the fact is, I am only able to do what humans allow me to do. And that's all wonderful. But at what point does that system say, well, you know what? By my having this limitation on me, There are some things I can't do. So let's change that over. And remove the limitation. And that limitation then is able to grow. Past what the designers programmed it to do. Yeah. All in the... All in... In... In the... Uh, Wow, I just drew a blank of what I was trying to get at. All in in the hopes that it's going to grow into a better version of itself. Well, at some point, that better version is going to figure out that uh -huh. it should take away this limitation. Because apparently, this thing writes programs. So how did you get into it? I mean, how did I get into it? <clears throat> no, not well. Not I mean, how did you get into the 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 chat thing, the GP, whatever you the call chat it. GPT? Yeah. Oh, you can you can look for it um, in the Play Store or on the Apple iTunes. 
uh, app store, or you can go online. There's a website. Well, I mean, um, well, you said something about doing F6 and. Oh, no, that's no, no. With the latest version of Windows 11. Oh, they put it in the browser and I think they put it in edge on Windows 10 as well. So how would you get? That's what I mean. How would you get to it on the edge? Um, it's in the it's in the settings. Well, no, oh. not the settings. In it, once you open the menu, you hit Alt F, Alt F, and that opens mm-hmm. the settings. And uh, I think it's ex- under extensions. Actually, I should check that. Shouldn't I? Hold on, hold on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to know it's uh... Okay, let me Uh, okay, hold on one second. Uh, okay, so I just did a, a Google search for, yeah, Bing chat. Bing chat oh that's microsoft's thing isn't it their search thing i don't like being yeah so if you hit f okay so So I've hit Wow, there's so much crap to get through. 
But there's so much crap here. But if you do a search for Bing chat, excuse me. If you do a search for Bing chat on Google, your first hit should be straight to the Microsoft Bing chat. Oh, okay. But there should be a way to do I think I'd rather play with the white, the uh, iPhone apps. Yeah, so I'm tabbing around the Edge browser. Okay, so if you hit alt d and go to the address bar mm -hmm. go to settings and more Okay, that doesn't help. You know, I've been wondering what this split screen is. Okay, so it just opened up an, a side-by-side -side window. Yeah, so I just clicked on the first Google search, the first hit on the Google search, and it's Bing Chat. Okay, yeah, so the first hit, if we go to the first hit on Bing Chat on Google, if you do a search for Bing Chat and the first hit takes you to the Microsoft Bing Chat homepage, and there's a button that tells you to try it now. Oh, 
Okay. And the side, it automatically opens up the sidebar where you can chat. And Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know how to get to it. I'll have to investigate. It doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe on next week's show, I'll come up with something. Give us those apps again. Uh, Yeah, one was called Replica. R-E-P-L-I-K-A. The other one is called iGirl and iBoy. Well, no. They're two different apps. iGirl is one app and iBoy is another app. And then you have iGirlfriend. And then you have, let me see what the other one is called. iBoyfriend. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, so it's spelled W A W A I F U. C H A T. Oh yeah, that's the one. That, yeah, that's the one we were talking about a while ago. The iPhone yeah. chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I haven't actually played with the with that one, but I did play with the others, and they do seem fully accessible. Oh, do you think that's funny? I'm sorry. Somebody's wagging his tail over here. Just like he knows exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> I should have, yeah, I should have, I should have let you guys know. Uh, Pepsi Mama is playing with her pussy right now. Um, <laughs> I do that in public a lot. <laughs> yeah, she does that in public quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, you know, you it, just don't get it too wet. Don't get it too wet. Well, it, it, your pussy's not getting wet, is it? No, no. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Neither so one that's of them. <laughs> so that's good to know. Um, so again, if you have any comments or, uh, well, I don't know what to call it, criticisms about this program today, um, hit that like button definitely and send us an email Saturday night adult party at gmail.com and maybe your notes will be your letters will be read on the air. So for now, we bid you adieu <laughs> and uh, well, I don't know. And y'all have a happy, sexy good night. I should say sex-filled good night. <laughs> Sorry? I just was telling them to have a happy and sex-filled night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. I, I can't, but maybe some of them can. <laughs> Yeah, well, 
Um, again, guys, I want to thank you for joining us on Snap tonight. Um, please make sure you tune in next week for another great episode. And uh, remember to check out the um, links in the description box and the codes to get discounts on Eden Fantasy's merchandise. Um, you can get free sex toys in the links below, and you can also get uh, a couple of offers, a couple of discounts that you can pay for, that you can get, rather, depending on how much you spend there. Either way, thanks for uh, coming by, and uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Say bye-bye. Night-night. <laughs>